Hey everybody, this is Daryl with AfterBuzz TV. I was recently looking to buy a car and thought to myself, there has to be a better way. It's such a stressful process. That's when my friend told me about a new way to buy a car. It's called TrueCar.com. At TrueCar.com, you can actually see what others pay for the car you're looking for in your area so you know when you're getting a great price. Because at TrueCar.com, you get a savings certificate, and you just take that savings certificate to a TrueCar.com certified dealer so you don't need to worry about the hassle and anxiety of the old way to buy a car. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,000 off the MSRP. So seriously, if you're ready to buy a car, why wouldn't you go to TrueCar.com? Negotiation-free guaranteed savings, a hassle-free experience, and a true car certified dealer that is committed to a new and better way to buy a car. Come on, save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Marin After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Marin After Show. Hey there, Marin fans. What's going on? It must be Thursday because we're here at AfterBuzz TV talking about Marin Season 2, Episode 6, uh, Nostalgic Sex Buddy. I'm Matt Lieberman. Joining me as always, Jesse Klein's here. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Steve Kaufman's here. Good to see you. J.B. Zimmerman, missing again. Where is that cat? What happened know. two weeks ago when I wasn't here? I don't know, man. What I did think, you guys say? Things were said that can't be unsaid, okay? It's very, very emotional. Did Jesse say them? Um, yep. yeah, of course he did. I did. Uh, you know, I want to thank the folks at TrueCar.com for, uh, for sponsoring this episode. I also want to remind folks to go out and get the Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness, Maria Menounos' new book, uh, about diet and fitness and her struggle to lose 40 pounds and keep it off and how uh, how great she looks now. Lots of recipes, exercises, and, and personal anecdotes from Maria in the book. And it's now on the New York Times bestseller list, so go check it out, pick it up. Uh, it's a fantastic book, and we're so happy for her success. And it also it helps us here at AfterBuzz every time you pick up that book. Some of that money is coming right back to us. So keep, the, keep us alive, keep us afloat, keep the doors open, lights on. Thank you very much. All right, folks. I really like this episode, uh, written by Dave Anthony, which may explain why we got such a glowing, uh, like, not just performance, but just, like, his character. He's my favorite addition to the show since its inception. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Dave. Uh, yeah. Just every response he has is unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> like, even though you know he's going to be, like, this unemotional, like, just monster every time, it's really surprising and fun. Yeah, he's just disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And just such an ass. <laughs> How do you feel about it, Steve? I'm just so quiet. I'm so quiet. I, I don't want to say the wrong thing because then Jesse might leave, I guess. Or Jesse will say something yeah. to make uh, me leave. What, what you folks don't know, what you folks don't know is um, Jesse is kind of having a, a, a bit of a rough patch. Um, it, it was kind of a struggle for him to, to get out here. And, and I apologize for letting folks know on the air. Um I, I thought that maybe you'd want to open up about it 
publicly for the very first time. Uh, yeah, um, thank you for that, uh, that gotcha journalism, Matt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I am going through a rough patch. Uh, it started, uh, a couple hours ago when, um, when I, there was traffic on the way here and, yeah. uh, I just, um, my iPod ran out of power oh, and man. I, and I had to listen to actual TV and um and I remembered that Batman Forever existed in the world and the fact that that's a thing really bums me out I agree it's not the greatest of the Batman <laughs> films uh so you know we're gonna take it easy on Jesse tonight thank you uh, obviously he's got a lot on his mind I'm a delicate uh, kiss up from the rose <laughs> yeah so uh we we open this week on on Mark in the bathroom uh and he discovers all of just the crap that Jen left behind that he still hadn't cleaned out. Just what appeared to be a- at least 50 different shades of nail polish. Yeah, a lot of makeup accoutrement. 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 A curling iron. Mm. Things that conceivably cost enough money that you wouldn't want to leave them behind. Mm-mm. Yeah, I and I think part of it is we looked at them as trash because we're, we're, we're dudes. Because we're men. We're men. Like, I think if a woman saw that shot, they'd be like, well, that's... That clearly, makes sense. That, those aren't worth coming back for. Oh. See, for me, it's like, there's so many. Maybe it's just because I, I like to think of myself as frugal. Mm. It's like, oh, man, that's at least $200 worth of accoutrement. Yeah, it looked like a <laughs> lot of stuff. Yeah. And uh, we know that she needed their dresser mm-hmm. last episode, so. Yeah. And she didn't get it. She yeah. didn't get a dress. She didn't get the dresser back. Uh, and then it, hidden amongst all of the stuff was this little wind-up symbol monkey. Um and uh, you know we don't know for a while whether or not Mark keeps it, but he he keeps it as a keepsake. It's the rosebud of this episode. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a symbol monkey. When he when he's on his deathbed, he's just gonna reach up and say, "Symbol monkey." I wonder what it means. What? It's the name of a sled. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's the name of his sled. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, we come in on an interview with Cal- Caroline Ray, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, many of us remember. Uh, from the sitcom Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She's also a fantastic comedian, storied history. Uh, and she and Mark used to, uh, shall we say... Snap fingers? Snap fingers with each other. Oh, yeah. In the pale <laughs> moonlight. And possibly Mark was the best finger snapping <laughs> she'd ever had. Yeah, but not the father of her child. No. Yeah. Um, I love this little conversation about you know Mark thinking that he could be a good father uh, because it just kind of shows like just the, the little bit... Of like denial and narcissism, kind of running underneath what's going on, and especially since when he was with Jen, his argument was always he'd be a terrible father. Yeah, and yeah. here he is, like not with her, right? And now making an argument for why he would be a great father. I think it's just because he doesn't want, and and I don't know if you guys have ever had this, where like I just don't want to have to deal with having a baby. Like the yeah. idea of being a dad isn't isn't the problem. For me, it's the raising the child before they can handle themselves. Yeah, if I if I could have a girl give birth to an eight year old, someday that's going to be possible. That'll be great. Bye. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a really dumb eight year old. Oh, yeah, it's not going to know. How to be, it's going to be an it's going to be an eight year old baby. Yeah, gonna, no, uh, I mean, like a mature eight year old. You want them to come out of the womb, like in the, the womb. sorry, the what? <laughs> the womb. The, 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 the wormhole. The wormhole. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like I want, I want 
inside the womb like that baby's been listening to books on tape. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been visiting with other babies. It has like it knows like social norms and that kind of stuff. It's just gonna come out sounding like David Attenborough. I want it to sound like David Attenborough. Wait, wait, so you're saying you want the baby to live inside the woman for nine years? That yeah. sounds incredibly painful for the it's, woman in question. It, not for the right woman if she's <laughs> out there. The woman with an apartment in her uterus. <laughs> uh, just if you if you're out there, Jesse's having a rough time, and he could use some I company. Could really use it. He could really use the help. Uh, so you know they're kind of reflecting on old times, and there's a little little flirtation going on. Mm-hmm. She's uh, talking about his mustache and how it'd be you know uh itchy and he's like that's not the word he's like hot hot and she laughs that uh <laughs> oh this is kind of getting to me laugh yeah um and we know, we know the one yeah. yeah oh yeah we know the one we know the one even steve knows the one well well even yeah even steve even <laughs> steve knows the one just cuz it rhymes i like how he when he says hot he like says it into the mic he like eats the mic and he says it like hot <laughs> Yeah, because that's what you do. Uh, I hope and you enjoyed that, hope you engineer. En- yeah, I hope you enjoyed that, our engineer, Stephen Lemieux. I hope you enjoyed that at home. Uh, and, you know, this kind of plugs a little idea in Mark's brain. You know, he's not getting any sex anymore. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe uh, he could just, you know, jump back into old times. Do a cash. Yeah, do a cash in old waters, you know, where he knows how to swim, mm-hmm. potentially, if things haven't changed. I don't know. Well, we found out that women are built like old Fords. Exactly. (laughs) Built to last. They do not. The vagina does not change over time. Mm -mm. But you should not leave it out in the rain because it will rust. It will rust. It will rust, uh, which is why. Put a cover. Right. Which is why most classic vaginas are out here in California. Mm -hmm. It's true. Um, So, you know, he goes over to his buddy Dave Anthony's uh, and Dave is just such a garbage human being mm. uh at least on this show and uh you know he mark is like you know i i don't know been thinking about doing this and dave is you know he's a little skeptical about whether or not mark could do it he's kind of giving him a little advice uh and uh do we meet the cat in this scene or do we meet him later we do meet the cat at this scene. okay it's yeah. a good cat it's a cute little. It's a little great. He's, oh, he's sitting on the couch, and like the cat's cat. right there. Yeah. yeah, it's a sweet cat. And Dave's breaking up with it. Yeah, yeah. which is you don't do. Yeah, it's not a sentient. Like it can't. Me and my commitment issues. I think that's why I don't have pets. Because mm? I'd be unable to do that. Because I'm aware live. you can't do that. Like, yeah. What if yeah. I don't like that cat in ten? What years? if like, that? Yeah. What if that cat is a douche? What, what if, if you get the cat and the cat just hates you forever? I know someone who had a cat that had a bipolar disorder. What? Really? And, like, they had to keep bear mace in every room of the house. Because the cat, when it wasn't, like, bad, it was, like, the sweetest, nicest cat oh. in the world. But also, when it was bad, it would actively try and kill the owner of the <laughs> bear mace. The, like, my friend. It would actively, like, try and kill him. That's funny. And, like, he had to sleep with his door closed with the cat in the other in the other room because... If he was asleep and the cat tried to kill him, it could just go straight for his neck. Wait, so in the morning when he'd come out of his bedroom, would he just kind of creep out? Would he have bear mace with him? He, I mean, he he acted normally. Like you could usually tell when the cat was having like a bad episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he always kind of had to be on like guard because this cat might be actively trying to kill him. Yeah. Well, you know, my girlfriend has a cat, and uh-huh. we're both allergic. Uh, <laughs> 
dumb. I know. <laughs> but she loves the cat, and I love him too. He's a sweet cat. Sure. But it's like, you know, as much as we like the cat, we can't really touch it, you know, like, or at least for that long, or like, you know, pet the cat and then go wash the hands. And it's just the cycle over and over again. So recently she was having trouble sleeping because uh, the cat at night, she now lives in a in a studio apartment. There's no door to close. And the cat would just get into crap at night and sure. start, you know, messing with the blinds and running all over the place. And she's allergic and she was miserable. And she was really, really upset at the idea, at the fact that she had this thought in her head of like, I need to get rid of this cat. I don't want to. I shouldn't have to. He's, you know, like, we love each other. And when you, that's a responsibility. Yeah. To take care of an animal. Yes. A cat is not a girlfriend. You can't break up with an animal. No. You, you take ownership of it. Huh. It's not a parallel relationship. Yeah. Dave's a crazy man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You are a caretaker. Yeah. For this thing. It does not have any say in it. You just take a cat. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like it, it has a choice. No. It just becomes part of your life one day. 100%. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, Dave wants Mark to uh, take his cat off his hands because he's the cat guy. He's got the <laughs> cat ranch. Yeah. He talks about the cats all the time. He's got two of them. Why not? What's one more going to hurt? You're alone in that house. I, th- I think you'd be happy with the company. Uh, and Mark is not willing to just pick up his leftovers and clean up his messes. Yeah. Yeah. And Mark, Mark's saying he's trying to simplify his life. He doesn't yeah. need a dying cat. No. And he didn't even know it was yeah. dying. He just, I just. Well, he knew it was sick. Did and he it, know? And it was old. At that, at that point, he was like, I don't, I don't need an old cat with me. Yeah, it's okay. the, it's the truth. Um, now, now, folks, before we move on, I just want to talk. Uh, we have another great sponsor this week: the new film from Focus Features, The Signal. Now, I I don't know about you, I love good, smart sci-fi movies. I don't get enough of them. Some of them feel you know big and loud and dumb as of late because we're trying to court a global market, all that. But this movie is a total mind trip that's going to keep you guessing for hours. It's in theaters June thirteenth. Uh, that is that is tomorrow, I believe. Uh, which I guess will be today for you. Uh, Signal explores what happens to a group of college students when they're on a road trip. They're mysteriously lured to the middle of the desert by a hacker. Suddenly, everything goes dark. And when one of the students regains his consciousness, his he realizes he's in a waking nightmare. Now, Lawrence Fishburne is in the movie. Um, and I love him. Not nearly in enough movies nowadays. Uh, it's his first return to sci-fi since the Matrix trilogy. Ooh, predators. Uh, except for Predator. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just reading what they got here. Sure. But, uh, but it's the truth, you know, a, always happy to see him on screen. We also got Brenton Thwaites, uh, who's a, he was just in Maleficent, uh, Olivia Cook from Bates Motel, and Sarah Clark from the Twilight movies. Uh, Marshall Fine of the Huffington Post says, The Signal is, uh, the most imaginative sci-fi tale since District 9. Ooh, uh, yeah. and it was directed by William Eubank. It opens up in select theaters again this Friday, June 13th. To see a trailer of the film, find out more information, you can go to focusfeatures.com, uh, slash the underscore signal. All right? Uh, so get out there, see the movie. You will not uh, be disappointed. Also, they have an awesome poster for this movie. It's really, really cool. It's almost like that double mirror effect where like it extends forever. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm. I, like, I love good imaginative poster design, and if that's any indication, the movie is also going to be imaginative and interesting. All right. So, uh, you know, Mark goes home. He's listening to the, to the podcast with Caroline. He's chuckling to himself. 
uh, because he's he thinks he came off so well. It's like uh, when you like reread flirtatious texts. You're like, oh man, I'm a smoothie. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a smoothie. <laughs> Just in that voice. Yeah. He's a smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he calls up Caroline and he's like, uh, you know, hey, uh, you know, maybe would you like to get drinks? You know, have dinner. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, bring condoms. Bring. Uh, and he's like, oh, uh, uh, all right, okay, D- done. That was easy. I, yeah, I'm starting to feel that Marin's never had just straight up casual sex before. Well, he's not a casual guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Marin's had casual anything before. Fair enough. He has yeah. like serious attachment <clears throat> issues. Uh, he has serious attachment issues, and you know he's he's manic depressive, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's a misdiagnosis. Um, a little codependent, perhaps. Yeah. Um, so it, it's not easy for him to separate. You know, the sex and the intimacy. Not even necessarily love, but intimacy. Yeah, I mean, in the last episode, he was already starting a relationship with the girl who was also looking for a cat. Yeah. In Mm. his mind, he was already ready to date that girl. Exactly. And, you know, they were just strangers, and she, you know, already had a girlfriend. Yeah. Um, You know, I don't know about you guys, and you tell me what happens with you, but, like, for me, when 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 I date... I want all of the intimacy of a relationship without any of the commitment. Like, I I love sleeping over. I love the cuddling. I like cooking breakfast. I love these things. I like making a person happy and impressing them and yeah. being being a substantial man and feeling that way. It's a good... No, but it's but, entirely selfish. Yeah. It's 100% when you're dating, yeah. selfishly motivated because I like feeling impressive and also, you know... I want to be able to 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 snuggle up to someone and not ha- and be able to turn my brain off. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think that that's kind of what I'm looking for. I always am like looking for a connection with someone, mm-hmm. and like as long as there's like a connection and I can like stop like putting up shields and I can just be like intimate with someone, I don't really care about anything else. Right, yeah. but at the same time, oh, I do not want commitment though. No, yeah. <laughs> you don't. You, no. You're afraid of. Of a future with this person and potentially yeah. being trapped. No, I, I'm too busy. Right. Yeah. You want all the rewards with none of the emotional work. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, Mark may be a very similar kind of guy in that the intimacy is part of the package. It is, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you have to know when it's not. Yeah. If it's, it's like, yeah. oh, I'm, oh, I'm just going to her hotel, her, her hotel room, you should kind of know, like, oh. We're just going to do this, and I'm going to go. Well, to be fair, he thought he was going to go get dinner yeah, with yeah. her, and, like, that they were going to have, like, a date. She was like, bring the condoms, and he was like, oh, are, what are, are we doing this? Yeah. And she was like, She yeah, didn't yeah. even take her shirt off. No. Yeah. She didn't. Like, that is, that is, like, you know, eight months in girlfriend sex right there. <laughs> boy, boy. Yeah. That's, that's so fun. That's, you know, like, no try-y, just, just go and do-y. He didn't even get. He didn't even take take his socks off. Yeah, that's the noise. That's, <laughs> that's the noise after you're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Oh, no, no, right. not on it. Nope. Not on it. Uh, no. That sound effect would also be appropriate for uh, missing the, the sound, sound effect, effect. Yeah. and leaving me hanging like a douche. There, there it is. is. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, like she was even like, "Don't touch my hair." Yeah, like I, like it was, it was very like a, like a contract. Like before yeah. they were talking about stuff, like it was almost like a contract. Like, yeah, it was a business arrangement. Yeah, what are we doing? What am I allowed to do? 
pants on, pants off, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, where do you want to do it? On the bed? Uh, the bed would work for yeah, me. I've got kind a of a back, back thing. Issue, yeah. um, she's like, fine, you're on top. I don't I don't have a meniscus in my <laughs> left knee. Yeah. Amazing. Also, I'm pretty sure he left the door open. Did anybody else notice that? Oh, to the hotel? To the hotel room. I'm pretty sure he never closed the door behind him. Oh, that's possible. It's possible. I feel like most hotel room doors self-close. But they have that like little spring in the back. Theron, I didn't see the door Or the thing on the I, top, you know, that uh, always yeah. pulls it closed. Yeah. Spring yeah. in the back, thing on yeah. the top. Maybe yeah. they double it up. Maybe that would be Ooh. more more of a rush. Foxy. <laughs> more yeah. of a rush because the door's open. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, you know, they, they have the sex and apparently mind-blowing. It's good sex. Good stuff, at least on the Mark side. Mm. Yeah. Uh, she says she's satisfied, but uh, maybe not. They always yeah, you, know. you know, she's serviceable. Yeah. Uh, and he, he goes to, he gets back in bed to come and she's like, whoa, <laughs> hold, hold, hold the phone. What, what are you doing? I go home. I want to sleep alone. I have to be up early. You know, piss off, Mark. Um, that's right. She became British for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hell what are you Piss doing off. yeah get out of the bloody bed yeah that's not bad actually get no, back to the car park i can do an iron lost it yeah we lost it you, you, you fumbled you should have stayed when you're ahead yeah, yeah just, uh, bollocks. yeah steve what what position did you play on your high school football team <laughs> stoner you, oh okay <laughs> the stoner and videographer same as your basketball team yeah yeah nice yeah. Nice. Uh, so Mark's understandably confused because, you know, at the very least, it's not like he just met her and they were having a one night stand. This no. is an old friend, an old sex friend. They just had a very amicable conversation yeah. in his garage. Right. Hmm. So it's like, or you know. His, or his garage. Yeah. His garage. <laughs> his garage. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's, it's not unreasonable to think like. Why wouldn't you want to spend more time with me? Yeah, you know, I, we're friends. I'm a delightful person. Like, can't we just just cross this line just a little bit? Can I at least sleep here? Can I at least sleep here? Yeah, I don't want to have to drive home. Mm. I live in Highland Park. This is a Hilton. It's probably in West Hollywood somewhere, or next to LAX, or next to LAX. That's yeah. a long drive. That's a drive. Where, well, where is the ice? is the Ice House on the West Side? No, Ice House is in Pasadena. Pasadena. Okay, so. yeah. Either way, even if it's even if Pasadena's far, even if there's a Hilton Pasadena, right? That's at least a 25 minute drive. She's probably in Glendale. Yeah, God. Yeah. Oh man, what's traffic like? What time was it? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, Jesse. I I didn't mean to bring up traffic (laughs) so soon. Um, Kiss from (laughs) Rosanna. I'll sing it anyway. Maybe, maybe. There it is. He's having. Did this moment. song come on the regular radio when you were in stuck in traffic? No, no, of course not. This song no. is from ten years ago. Yeah, no. it wouldn't be on the radio, and also not ten years ago. It was nineteen ninety-seven, which yeah. would uh, which would make it what like twenty-one Numbers? years ago. What? Twenty-one years ago. Because I am real old. <laughs> I just realized it. Wait. No. No, that would be less than 10 less years. Less than I thought 10 you were years. joking, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's less than... It's, yeah. We're going to have a it's math lesson. It's 17 years. It's 2014. <laughs> what am I, an idiot? I was messing up my sevens and my 14s. 10 years 14s. ago would be 2004. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Uh, in any case, Mark goes home. He's he's uh, he's a little weirded out. Off put. Off yeah, he's off put. Off. Next morning... Mm. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah next so, morning yeah. there's a there's a thump outside <laughs> and there's the cat carrying case 
and Dave Anthony running away like a jackass, <laughs> waving to him, like, you know, suck this, on this, sucker. Yeah. Like, what would you expect from a deplorable human being? Yeah. yeah. That. Yeah. And then he returns the cat back to Dave. Yeah. He yeah. marches right into the apartment, and Dave's like, whoa, I, did, I don't think we have this kind of relationship. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he starts telling Dave about what happened the night before, and, you know, Dave's like, oh, yeah, Caroline's like that. She no touchy after the sex. <laughs> yeah. And and Mark's like, what What are you talking about? And Dave's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I, we used to we used to bang. We used to have sex, uh, you know, right after you and also a little before you. And Mark's like, you didn't you didn't think to tell me about it when I was saying I'm going to go have sex with her. He's, no, not really. It mm. didn't really it didn't occur. It didn't yeah. occur in his brain. And I'm sure, like, on some level, Mark just wants to scrub himself vigorously. <laughs> yeah. And it's not Caroline's fault. No, it's mostly... It's just everyone, all right, knows, you know? everyone knows... Even Caroline knows Dave is a deplorable human being. Right. But <laughs> she's trained him well. Yeah, he's very well trained. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and it and it's very much where... I, I mean, it's such a weird situation, because Dave then compares, like, the cat situation to, like sex like casual sex where he's like I'm done with it and now I'm now I'm leaving <laughs> it's like again you can't do that <laughs> can't do it's it. an animal no, it's a cat yes yeah. but he still has enough compassion to to hand the cat off to another person that's true like he, he has the true. minimum amount of compassion yeah I guess yeah He's Which is still and, deplorable. And, and not just any other person, a better person than him. Yeah. yeah. A, a person who likes and takes care of cats. Maybe Dave Maybe Dave isn't as bad as we thought he was. Cats. No, I don't he's, think that's true. Maybe he's... I mean, he's still pretty bad. Do you think bad. he's the secret hero of this universe? He might be the secret hero of this universe. He's not the hero that the city needs, but it's, it's the, the one, one that, that they deserve. Yeah. The, yeah. Highland Park. Mm-hmm. Batman. Batman. <laughs> we, get the, we get the connection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Batman. We all took a second. We're like, <laughs> right. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Batman. Um, so you know, Mark. Uh, Mark says, you know, I can, I can handle the 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 non attachment. Okay, I can do this. I'm, yeah. I'm cool. I'm hip. I'm with it. And the very fact that he's saying like I'm so cool that I, I don't yeah. really, I don't really need to do it. Mm-hmm. Like that is saying that he is not okay with. Yeah, him. <laughs> he's like one of those guys who wishes that he yeah. <laughs> wishes that he was the Fonz. Like, hey, I'm so cool. Yeah. I could, I could do it without even thinking about it. Yeah, Bo. I, yeah, like oh. if, you, if you have to insist on something, then you are not that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, Mark goes to the ice house that night to catch Caroline's set. Um, and my favorite moment of the entire episode is when <laughs> Dave just takes that that appetizer <laughs> slide, or like just, just like it's fr- like fruit and cheese, and, yeah. and he just takes it with him. I think that's partly because we're all in the comedy world, and I think we all know that person. Yeah, yeah. it's like we all want to be that person. Yeah, yeah. I wanna, just doesn't give an f. I want to have the stones to be backstage somewhere and just being like, uh, this is my cheese and meat platter now. <laughs> like, yep. Like, Especially leave. being in the green room to see a friend. Yeah. And then just take it anyway. It's just it's yeah. one thing if you're performing and it's there it's there because it's your green room. It's another yeah. thing to just be like. Psh. Well, I mean, I guess in his mind he's like, well, I'm gonna bang her later. This is my payment. This hurts. Yeah. Well, well that's the thing is Mark. Mark is there to see if he can rebang her mm-hmm. and like prove to everyone that he can be casual about it. I think it was like and a it's just so bang. desperate and. Have you guys ever been in that situation where you've been in a room with like two people and it's like clear that those two people are going to bang, Ugh. but like you don't have an exit, so you yeah. kind of have to like sit in between them? Mm-hmm. It's the worst. It's gross. Yeah, it is really the you worst. You feel like a chump. You feel like a chump. 
Or at the very least, like, you can't... The second you realize it, you can't make it seem like that's why you're leaving. Yeah. Like, you have to at least sit there for another three to five minutes. Yeah. And then have something else come up. Like, oh, I just got a text from... The president. Uh, he, uh, he... Is that your go-to, Steve Kaufman? <laughs> All the time. Every time? What does Barack Obama text you, Steve <laughs> Kaufman? He's like, can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. Because that would be a racist impression. on uh, And this podcast Wait. is public record. Yeah. Uh, because they happen to do an Obama, that would be a racist. Uh, I just think your Obama well, is well, racist. Yeah, I think your Obama is going to sound like buckwheat, and I think that, that is unacceptable. Well, uh, oh my God! Wait, are you doing buckwheat right no, now? I'm doing an Obama. That sounds like buckwheat. You're doing to me. buckwheat right now. That is a that buckwheat. is a buckwheat laugh. Yeah, I was about to say disgusting behavior. Steve, get it together. My daughters. Oh. <laughs> All right. On that note, I'm just going to talk really quickly about iTunes. Folks, <laughs> thank you so much for supporting this podcast, downloading, watching, listening, streaming. You're all fantastic. Uh, you know, we, we here at AfterBuzz TV, we put out between 60 and 70 hours of free content a week. It's a crazy amount of free content. It's all available for you any time of the day, whenever you want it. Isn't that wonderful? What could you do if you were so inclined? to help us out and, and to make us feel better and to make yourself feel better for getting all this free stuff suckling at the teat I'll tell you okay you go to iTunes go to iTunes you rate review the shows that you watch or you listen to it's just that simple and it not only makes us feel great to know that we're connecting with the audience that we're giving you a podcast that you want and that you deserve okay but it also you know helps us get the wonderful sponsors that we have who are supporting these episodes okay that's that, that's how they find the shows that's how other viewers and listeners find the shows it makes them more searchable seo is a thing i've heard a lot about don't know about it but it is a thing uh so it doesn't cost you a dime only takes a second rate review the shows it's that simple <laughs> Would you uh, would you like to make a comment, Jess, or are you having another moment because of what happened to you on the way here? No, I just I really want to know what SEO is. It means now. search engine op- optimization. Okay, great. That's what it means. Okay. It's, it's something we did not oh, understand. Buckwheat, oh, get out of here, yeah. Buckwheat! Uh, <laughs> you sick when monster. When we did the Obamacare so, yeah. website, so yeah, Mark, Mark, like uh, Dave leaves early. Mark yeah. hangs around like a puppy. Like a puppy looking for a little, oh. little suckle yeah. on the teat. You are going to that teat <laughs> metaphor. He's using that teat metaphor you're, all day. You're, I, you're I, mining that gold. You know, I will use the teat metaphor until it works. Okay. I don't <laughs> care what venue. I've been using it all day. <laughs> yeah. You have to stop going to kindergarten classes. The, the barista at Starbucks did not understand <laughs> yeah. what you're talking uh, about. Listen, I would like to suckle from the soy teat in this <laughs> latte, please. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it comes it comes yeah. out of a bottle. Um, yeah. There's no tea. I would like to suckle from it though. <laughs> Just from the regular bottle. I would like to suckle from it and then spit it back into my coffee. That's that's on the secret menu at Starbucks. It is. Ah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, Mark's there and like he's trying to see if he can rebang, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I'm tired." I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm wake up early. You're gonna go home, and I'm gonna wake up early. And yeah, we'll talk. And Mark goes home, and in the middle of the night, he has an epiphany. Oh, oh no, before no, that, yes, before that, he he comes home and he sees the cat on his doorstep with four cans of food, and he's like, "God damn it!" <laughs> he, also gave him four cans of food. And yeah, well, I'm, that's I'm, that's I'm the pain hero of this. I'm surprised Dave doesn't eat that food. <laughs> he might very well. well. So there's only four. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, he kept the rest of the 12 pack for himself. Mm, yeah, sure. Uh, so Mark brings the cat inside. He goes to bed and in the middle of the night, he has an epiphany and he rushes over to the Hilton. He bangs on the door in the morning and, uh, and Caroline answers. She's like, what the hell are you doing here? Marin in a robe, in a robe. Mm, yeah. And he's like, you bang Dave Anthony. That is why you, you didn't sleep. You didn't sleep at all. You were having sex with Dave. And she's like, I am here all alone. <laughs> Toilet flush. <laughs> um, and Dave oh. comes out in a room. He's like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. I left the cat there. Bang, Caroline. <laughs> Whatever. And Caroline's like, I was speaking loud so you would hear. And he's like, oh, I heard, but I was done. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets back in bed and there's the appetizer tray, the hors d'oeuvres. Half gone now. Half gone. Yeah. He's still eating cheese. It's been out all night. <laughs> and, and Mark makes a big deal about it. He's like, what, are you marking your territory? <laughs> and it's like, he Mark, Mark sees so many levels to everything and Dave just sees the flat land where it's just like, no, <laughs> it's, it's the most comfortable seat. In the there's, house. there's no chairs in this hotel room. Yeah. He's pure id, and Mark yeah. is, I don't know, is he ego or super ego? I think he's all, one of, I think he's all of them kind of mm. turned up. All right. Yeah. For what? Turned down for what? Yeah, but... What do you turn up for, though? Yeah. Probably the same what that you would turn down for. <laughs> Interesting. What do you turn down for? I usually turn down service is usually around, like, uh, eight, right? Like Yeah. yeah. You get a nice mint on your pillow. Yeah, I get a nice mint. Yeah. That's mm. usually turned down. That's what he's talking about. Turn yeah. down for mints on your pillow. Um, bear, 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 bear. <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, Mark is understandably perturbed. And uh, he comes home to this. Uh, well, well, he also was like arguing, like I'm totally okay with <laughs> this. Yeah, he yeah. like, yeah, I can tell you're okay by how loud you're yelling. That yeah, you're okay. And with she's me. like, and you know what? I need to get room. to the airport. I'm done with this. And he's like, no, I need closure. <laughs> Give me closure. And she closes the, the door. door. Dave's like, I think he just got closure. <laughs> And Dave is just just king. He's king. Because yeah. it was probably what ten a.m. Probably gonna call for a late checkout. He's he's in that hotel room. Yeah, Mm-mm. he's Dave. gonna order some movies. Oh yeah, yeah, some dirty movies. Watch him in front of Mark. Yeah, <laughs> if Mark sticks around, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna flip between the Lego Movie and something filthy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, can't choose. Can't choose. Not ever. Mm-hmm. The Lego movie's fantastic. I never uh, seen me either. So Mark comes home and he finds the cat, Roosevelt, covered in his own pee in mm. the middle of the living room. He looks so sad and pathetic. And Mark's like, uh-oh, I got to get you checked out, okay? Takes him to takes her to the vet, finds out, A, that it's a girl, and B, that it has uh, acute renal, renal failure, failure yeah. which is awful and that the cat has to be put down. And he's really attached to this cat he has known for a day. 24 hours. 24 hours it's been in his care, and he already, you know, has given it, like, a lifetime's worth of love for no reason. Yeah. Other than the fact that it's there. Mm. He's um, a caregiver. Well, you it, know, I think it says a lot about who he is and what drives him as a person. And maybe it is making the argument that he would be a good dad. Possible. Or at the very least, where <laughs> love and obsession is concerned, there would be plenty of it. Yeah. Which, I mean, you need plenty of both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he, he calls Dave and he's like, you have to come over here. You need to take responsibility for your cat. 
Um, and he's like, uh-huh. uh-huh, yeah, man. I had a lunch, but uh, I guess I could go before. I could, like, swing by. Um, <laughs> I could swing by, have yeah. the cat I've known for 12 years yeah. get killed. Put down. Um, I like how Mark put in perspective that 12 years is, like, a quarter of Dave's life. Like, yeah. that didn't really sink into me yeah. for me until he said that, where it's like, yeah, he has had this cat for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Things sink that's into calm. you normally very easily, though. Uh, I'm usually easily sunk into mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah like you know like a like a tender steak you can just tuck right into it oh uh, i can tuck right into that tender steak mm-hmm. well other people would tuck into you yeah sure yeah that's my favorite <laughs> steven lemieux is just steven losing it in the booth it, yeah. i don't think i've ever made him laugh this hard yeah um in any case uh dave arrives and he's like all right let's do this <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get her on. Oh, she looks good. She looks good. She looks fine. <laughs> he's like, how can you be so blase? Yeah. Like, eh. I broke up with it. Yeah, I broke up with it. It's over. Um, <laughs> and so the doctor comes out and Mark's like, I can't I can't go in there. And Dave's like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> he picks up the cat and he walks out yeah. almost with a spring in his step. <laughs> and then he comes out and he's like, I took a vine of it, squeezing its last <laughs> breath out yeah. of its lungs. And then Mark goes, what? And, and he's like, the last perfect the vine. Perfect. I'm going to send this to my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> um, and he totally probably tweets it too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mark tells him not to, but he, he totally oh, I think it, even if it hadn't occurred to him, now he has to. Now he <laughs> must. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, we get our, our final mark podcast bit uh where he he lets little symbol monkey loose well mm. yeah and he talks about like the importance of being emotional mm-hmm. which i think uh detachment's overrated i think i think it is i think it is overrated and he, he talks about how like uh, in early in his life and i think being like a guy in your early 20s i remember when i was in my early 20s i was very like just like no nothing Mm. Like nothing. I don't know why. For some reason, I was. I thought you were gonna say no neck. I, when I was in my early twenties. No zero neck. I uh, I did a lot. Did a lot of weightlifting. Did a lot of steroids. And just like this, it was yeah. just like up to here. Sure, sure. My traps were huge. Huge traps. Huge traps. Nothing else to find. Mm. I just had. I just had a big thick neck. He. You talk about leg all day the, or arm All day, the women want to sh- bang a head, two traps, and and a dick, and that's yeah, all you that's, were. That's it. That's what I was. Just no, no. trap day every day. Every day is trap day. Oh, uh, thanks for that, hon. Why don't you wheel me out of here? <laughs> call, never, call. never mind. I'll use my massive traps to spring <laughs> about this room <laughs> like a chimpanzee. <laughs> Something what about shrugging? What'd you say? Oh, I raised the wrong mic. He uh-huh. doesn't know anything. He's always just doing shrugs. I'm always doing shrugs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think I think you raised a very important point. Uh, I think. Uh, especially in like American culture, like white men, usually not that emotional. Like mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be any men. Right. Supposed, I mean, it's, yeah. it's tied back to the whole, like, you know, outdated view of what masculinity is supposed to be. Yeah. You're supposed to be able to be unattached. It's why, you know, when, when we have kids they're the children look more like the father to make them, uh, tr- make them stay basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
to make them feel responsible for it yeah. because we're supposed to be so detached. But it, it's it's not a good way to be. It's not healthy. Especially once you get to the point, you know, you're 48 and you have no attachments. You're living in that dumpy apartment. And you can just break up with a cat you've known for, you know, a quarter of your life. Yeah. That's not a life anyone wants to have. You can gaslight your dad with a tuna sandwich. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's no good, you know. And even though being emotional may be more painful when things aren't going your way, Ultimately, the rewards are that much uh, are that much sweeter. Yeah, being in pain is to be human. Like that's one hundred percent. Like that's what makes everything else worth it. Uh, I'll I'll cry at three in the morning if I'm watching a like a sappy nineties uh, like rom com. Can't I'll hardly wait. I definitely can't hardly wait. He gets to go to Carvana gets class. That's what he, all he wanted, and it's... he gets the girl. It's never so seen. Sweet. What? Never seen. Can't what? You never seen? Can't... You have to. Number one, it's like. All of, everyone who was ever in like a '90s TV show was in yeah. that movie. Like pretty much, that movie had to have existed in the Josh Joss Whedon universe. Yeah. Oh. Also, uh, it, it, but it, well, there was no sci-fi element at all. It's like watching uh, Dazed and Confused, where you're like, oh, I can't believe all of these people are in this movie. Right. Like, it's yeah. the same thing with. Yes. At first, yes. it was also unbelievable. Thank Mike you. Dexter wanted Is this to the date trailer. Yes. Mike so Dexter. I did it for so long. Fast lane. Well, Marin fans really give a crap about yeah, this, Steve. I think they do. Uh, um, in any case, uh, you know, to to wrap to wrap things up, I I want to <laughs> I one hundred percent agree. You know, emotion is is not overrated. Emotion is is you know how how we should be. Uh, I cry I cry exclusively almost at children's movies. Um, oh. and if you, if you say up, that doesn't count. By the way, no, everyone, no, it's, it's mostly it it's mostly everyone any, gets started with a cry. Any up. kids movie where someone who wasn't appreciated gets appreciated, or where a father finally pays attention to or apologizes to their son. Oh, father, father always get me. Too. Oh yeah. yeah, weepage all over the place. And I literally, I had a conversation with my girlfriend today where um, we were watching How to Train Your Dragon, sure. and oh, it was yeah. moving, and I was Aww. getting a little misty, and she's like, if you cry, do you want me to touch you or no? Um, like, not like, like touch me, touch me, <laughs> yeah, but like, you. make physical <laughs> contact. Um, but because, no, like, I don't cry enough, and I want to be able to get those feelings out, so if I start crying... I want to like let let's let 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 it roll, baby. Enjoy it, yeah. I want to I want to ball if I can. I want to let so many tears out. I dehydrate. I want to be a husk. <laughs> I cry so much. That's what I want. Sure. How I Met Your Mother finale did that for me. I really just lost it. If you really want to cry, Six Feet Under finale. Oh God, that one. That was pretty good. Boom. Was pretty brutal. Good. All right. You guys. <laughs> you guys. We're really, gonna have a cry later, guys. You guys really want to cry? Uh, uh, Discovery Channel, How to Cut an Onion. That'll get you going. <laughs> oh, brother. Okay. Oh, uh, brother. So, uh, next week on the show, we have uh, Mark's parents and his uh. brother uh, coming on the podcast with David Cross. And, uh, you know, Mark mentioned filming this episode was a real treat uh, on his podcast. So, I'm really excited to listen to, to watch it. I'm really excited to see it. Uh, I think it's going to be a real highlight of the season. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, so folks, you know, thank you so much for downloading, watching, listening, streaming. You're all the best. We'll be back next week. Jesse Klein, where can the people find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at JessKlein1. Okay. And Steve Kaufman. You can find me at Steve Kaufman, K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. And also some wrestling stuff around here. 
Okay. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find my videos for SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd on YouTube. And I have a YouTube channel uh, myself, uh, YouTube.com slash Matthew D. Lieberman. That's going to be launching uh, sometime in the next two months when I have a firm date. I will let you all know. Uh, I want to thank you so much for listening. I'm going to make you guys cry. I hope you. I hope that we do. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.